So, hi everyone. We're going to start the DBS now. Um, Neil is just going to read it uh, for you guys, and then we're going to have uh, 10 minutes to discuss it on tables, and then we're going to go around and give some feedback. So, yeah. The verse is Mark 10, and then I don't remember the verses. 48 to 50, no, no, no. 46 to 52, yeah. So get it up on your phones. Okay, here we go. Mark 10, 46 to 40, to 52, yeah? Then they reached Jericho, and as Jesus and his disciples left town, a large crowd followed him. A blind beggar named Bartimaeus, son of Timaeus, was sitting beside the road. When Bartimaeus heard that Jesus of Nazareth was nearby, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Be quiet, many of the people yelled at him. But he only shouted louder, Son of David, have mercy on me. When Jesus heard him, he stopped and said, Tell him to come here. And they called the blind man. Cheer up, they said. Come on, he's calling you. Bartimaeus threw aside his coat, jumped up, and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked. My rabbi, the blind man said, I want to see. And Jesus said to him, Go, your faith has healed you. Instantly, the man could see, and he followed Jesus down the road. Uh, thanks, Anil. Um, yeah, so the questions are hopefully going to come up on the projector, but for now, it's what does this passage say about God? What does it say about mankind? What do I need to do about it, and who do I need to tell? Hopefully, you can remember those questions. God, mankind, what do I need to do? Who do I need to tell? And... Ten minutes, and yeah, cool. Start chatting. Hi, everyone. We've got about one more minute, and then Anil's going to come round and hear what you've got to share. So, yeah, one more minute. So Anil is going to come round to each table and he is going to get some feedback. So uh, share what you'd like, share what you discussed. Uh, what did you hear from God? Anil, choose a table. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go clockwise. I'm going to start with this. <laughs> Hi, guys. When Jesus talked to the um, man and said, um, come here, the crowd completely changed. Mm. Uh, complete attitude. And, and when um, he was told to go to Jesus, he, Peter said this, he threw off his cloak, and probably his cloak was his most precious belonging, possibly his only belonging, and he just threw it off and then w wanted to go to Jesus. Mm. Right, so what was it you said? It was really good. <laughs> What does it say about God? It says that he's always listening and he's always available. Just call out for him and have faith. Mm -hmm. And if you have faith, um, you'll be persistent in asking and believing that he will answer your prayers eventually because his time is right. Awesome. That was great. Awesome. Well done. I think, I think that's all we need to say. <laughs> Thank you. So, 
when we were discussing question two, um, we were talking about like the part in the human brain that thinks like safety in numbers, and because like everyone else was like, when uh, Bartimaeus was shouting, um, everyone else in the crowd was calling him to stop, mm. and like it was everyone, pretty much. So I guess there's source of that, and then also like humans want to have someone to rely on. And I guess sometimes to blame if things go wrong. Um, so as soon as Jesus told him to come here, the crowd completely changed. They were telling him, get up, go to him. So, was there anything else? I was also struck by the, the vulnerability of Bartimaeus. Um, in a, a big crowd, knowing it was a growing crowd probably, um, and he was blind. Um, and he was making himself quite obvious as well with calling out. It must have been a very vulnerable position, yet that his faith was far bigger than that. Mm. Yeah. That's really good, guys. Okay, so about the second question, like, uh, um, just to add in two, you guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so even when uh, everyone was against and uh, thinking you were less deserving. Uh, um, you believed in uh, your hope, your faith in God, and you just uh, shouted out to him, and he, made, he proved it that nothing is impossible. Yeah. And then you, uh, uh, something, something, the, uh, the same people who were denying said, uh, cheer up. So that's how the table turns for you. Yeah, once the faith works, yeah, I think. Uh, so basically, uh, for number one, what we said was that uh, the passage says that God is very generous because he obviously healed the, he obviously healed the blind man, uh, even though everyone was telling him not to. And this shows that uh, human nature is really to blame people and really be stubborn and uh, believe something that uh, that's probably not true. And we said that we, just because God is generous and even when people are really uh, advising him not to do something, he'll always reach out to you and help you no matter what. So we said we should always reach out to him when we're in a time of trouble or need help and this is why we said that pe that we should tell people with little to no faith to about God since they since um it'll tell them that God is always there for them even though they think God isn't there for them mm -hmm. uh and it'll really help them in their faith and uh, how to convert really Thank you, thank you. Oh, Anil, Anil, uh, Rachel wanted to... Oh, sorry. Well. Oh, sorry. We also talked about how um, even though Jesus invited him over, he had to, like, make that response. So he was desperate mm -hmm. for healing, but he had to walk over to Jesus and, like, seek that as well. It was like a call and response thing as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. brilliant. 
but I was amazed by the fact that we all picked up on different things, really. But they've asked me to say what I picked up on, but anyway. Um, that God hears our cry, even in a crowd, yeah. you know, and all that's going on in life, he hears individual cry. Um, the man was desperate to get God's attention. The crowd are desperate not to let him get the attention. And some were saying here, I mean, even in church sometimes, we might be embarrassed if someone was calling out or something. We'd say, be quiet. Man puts restrictions on other men, men restrictions on people. God asked him what he wanted. God knew what he wanted, but the man needed to tell yeah. him what he wanted. And to others around, it may not have been obvious what the man wanted either. Um, and, um, and the man responded and that. And, and someone else said about how he stayed with God. He didn't just say, well, thank you, that's it, and walked <laughs> off. He followed and, um, yeah. you know, and it, it was his faith. God said it was his faith that healed him. That's really good. Guys, it's amazing. Like every table, um, hearing from God and sharing is like, like Kathy reminded us, like everyone mm -hmm. is picking up so many things, isn't it? And God's speaking to every one of us. And um, yeah, uh, like um, but, but from this table, like the people change. And uh, the blind man left his cloak and, and ran or walked or whatever. <laughs> and you guys are trusting in God. And you guys were like uh, people, like uh, changed. Uh, and uh, I don't know what you guys said, but <laughs> it is amazing. That's really, really, really good. It's, 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 it's all about hearing from God and um, for yourself and uh, sharing it so thank you so much good stuff it's really encouraging to like hear something that you heard from god yourself and then someone else on another table heard it and it just builds a picture and actually we need each other when doing a bible study like this because if i just do it on my own i get like an incomplete picture of who god is right but as we do it as a church together we get a fuller picture of what god is trying to say to us through this bible story and it's amazing I was really struck when we did this on Monday by the fact that he threw off his cloak. Uh, I don't know why, it just, just hit me in the, in the face, that, that line of like, he was a beggar on the street. That cloak might have been the only thing that he owned. It, might have, it was the thing that kept him warm at night, shielded the sun during the day. Probably quite a prized possession, just his, of one of the only things he owns. And he's blind. Like literally, you throw something off how likely is it that you would find it again? But he knew who Jesus was. How had he heard? How had he heard who Jesus was? It was not like they're getting social media or the news or anything in that time. He would have just heard people walking past, probably talking about Jesus, talking about the miracles that he did and thought, I need that, I need that. And as he heard Jesus coming with the crowd, he's like, I'm going to call out. And he has a, I read in a book, the only one who sees Jesus most clearly is blind Bartimaeus. The crowd are following him because he looks impressive and he's doing these miracles. Blind Bartimaeus calls out, Jesus, son of David. Like, that's mess the Messiah. And the Messiah is prophesied to come through David. And Bartimaeus sees that and is calling out. And Jesus stops 
How amazing is it that Jesus stops? He sees us through a crowd and he stops and asks, what do you want me to do for you? And I feel like this morning, like God is asking us that question. And we've already heard testimonies this morning of what God has done and answered, answered our prayers. And sometimes you can have unanswered prayers. And sometimes, like me this week, that can be a bit of a hurdle of like, it's really difficult to keep asking for prayer when stuff hasn't been answered. But actually, God wants us to continue coming back to him and being like, what is it that you want me to do for you? Come and ask him again this morning what you would like him to do for you. And I also felt like he threw off his cloak was really significant. Like, what is it that we're holding on to that maybe is stopping us from coming to Jesus? And as I was thinking about it, I felt maybe comfort. Maybe like, we like our life, we like how it looks, we like what we're doing, we're comfortable, we want to stay like that. Maybe is it fear? I think that's a pretty big one for me sometimes. Do we have fear of looking stupid? Do we have fear that, oh, what if I'm, like, put myself out there and God doesn't come through for me? Or fear of, like, our lives and getting hurt or something like that. Like, what is fear stopping us? Or is a love of something in this world stopping us? Something that we are just, like, in love with and we have, has our affection and we're putting up on a pedestal and we're putting as more important than God. And actually, I think God this morning is calling us to readjust our priorities and put him back where he belongs, which is our first priority, our relationship with Jesus. Something I'm really convicted of is Jesus is the prize. Like, oh my gosh, Jesus is the prize. Our relationship with Jesus is the prize. Whether he answers our prayers or not, our relationship with Jesus is the most important thing. And being able to just come to him and say, please, Lord, do this for me. And know that if he answers yes, or he answers no, or he answers with apparent silence, the fact that you are coming to him and asking him for what you want is amazing. And it's what he wants and makes his heart sing. And none of this is, uh, the things that we're holding on to None of it is a condemnation. Like the enemy might be speaking like, look at you, you're an awful Christian. Why are you here? That is not from God. God is like a gentle whisper of a nudge of like, maybe this, maybe this thing is something that you could let go of. Or maybe this is something that you need to put back into the right adjustment. So on your tables, there should be some little pieces of paper that I cut up this morning and some pens. And I'd love us to spend some time just praying to God and asking him, is there something I need to let go of this morning to put you back in the right place in my life? And then also spend some time thinking, is there something that you want to ask Jesus for this morning? Is there something that he is coming to you and saying, what can, you, what can I do for you this morning? Can I ask Claire to come back up and just play some music whilst we think of that in our tables? And then I'm going to bring a bin into the middle here and when you've written down the thing that you want to let go of this morning we're going to make it physical and we're going to come and screw it up and put it in the bin as like a declaration of Jesus I want to help me let go of this thing that you're asking me to let go of so yeah I'm going to give uh, two three minutes to pray on your tables and pray for each other as well if you would like to 
have prayer for something, ask, uh, get the person next to you to ask them to pray for you.